We are so glad you joined us today for this special edition of Our Jewish Roots. We are the hearts and we also have the Colson brothers, the Bearded Bible brothers. You guys are home now in Dallas. You've been in Israel. Things have been a little different there for you guys as you were recording there and filming. Yes? It's not typical that you start off uh, with the intent to film a series and war breaks out, but that's what happened to us in Israel this time. I know. Yeah. I was gonna say, we're so thankful that you are on this side of the ocean. You're back with your families. Obviously, we have so many families in Israel that didn't have that opportunity yeah. just to come home and, and be safe in their beds once again. But we're really, really thrilled that you and our whole production crew, you're back home. I know you have so many stories that we could go on for hours, but right now we're going to talk about kind of what's going on with this next series or actually this program today. What's going on? Well, for those who were on social media, we had quite a lot happen and we want to cue you in our television audience. So take a look at how things went down on the day of the attack, October 7th. And here we are today in modern Israel. Behind me is the second largest mosque in all of the country. The first is Al-Aqsa Mosque. And though it's peaceful right now, Josh, you hear the birds chirping, it's Shabbat. Elsewhere in Israel, around the Gaza Strip, hundreds of rockets are being fired off into peaceful Israeli villages and they're going into bomb shelters. I find it heartbreaking to... Hey everybody, this is Joshua. And I'm Caleb. I hope you can hear us over the loud sirens behind us. We are here in Jerusalem. We've been filming our latest series and the sirens are going off in the street. We can hear explosions. Yep. We know if you've been following the news in America right now, it's in the middle of the night, but it's the morning of Shabbat here in Israel. And that explosion you just heard are the rockets that are going off in the country right now. Yeah. Guys, right now, pray for Israel. Yeah. Pray for Jerusalem. Pray for the border of the Gaza Strip. Everywhere in this country where men and women and children are, are at potential victims, we need y'all guys to pray for them right now. Guys, remember, Sha'alu, Shalom, Yerushalayim. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We know peace will finally come when Yeshua rules and reigns on the throne. Right now there is contention. Right now there is strife because of other gods that, that demand murder and death in order to make their access to heaven. But our God already died to give us life so that we can be with him even today in paradise. That's why we're not afraid. That's why bomb just, it just went off just <laughs> over that street. We know where our future is and it is secure. And if you don't know that security, then you need to meet Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus and Messiah today. There you see rocket trails overhead from rockets that flew by. We are in the outskirts of the city of Jerusalem. Sirens were just going off. Oh, here they go again. And we're still hearing bombs. Going on. Alright guys, we made it back to our hotel. Everybody's forcing us off the road. We can't film in the middle of the streets of Jerusalem. We got to our hotel. We're gonna film eventually, but a rocket just hit nearby, so they're forcing us into a, a bunker or a bomb shelter. So I'm very much used to being in these types of situations in other countries, but I'm used to being in the very front of everything. When the sirens go off, they usher everybody into bomb shelters. It's quiet in here except for the sound of that explosion that you hear and the sound of other sirens.
about to start filming again on the roof of our hotel. Now they're sending us to the shelter again. We'll get everything filmed. We have three days left. No problem. Just a lot of rockets. We're forcing us into the bomb shelter in the hotel. Although I think it's full, so they're taking us to a different lay. I don't want to go, want to go out there, but you know. Go inside, guys. Let's go. We'll find a spot to film in the shelter. Yeah. Here's Clayton, our crew. Bill, our DP. You should all know Josh by now. Hey everybody, if you saw our previous video, you know we were out in the streets of Jerusalem in front of the second largest mosque in Israel, filming our latest series that's about to come up when rockets and sirens started going off. Uh, everybody has been ushered into the inside. Continue to pray the atrocities that are happening along the Gaza Strip and the border, getting into the interior of Israel, it is horrific. Hey everybody, I'm Joshua. And I'm Caleb. We're really excited today. We have been on the ground here for almost two weeks. We've been bringing you updates as we have been available about what is happening here from a perspective of on the ground. We have a special treat right now because we have the expert with us yeah. and we want to give you all the information that we know you want to have so that you can pray and support Israel mm -hmm. in the way that is going to make a difference now. Now, this is Avi Lipkin. Avi, you are a friend of a ministry going back to the days of Zola Levitt. 1992. 1992. I'm so how many years? That's 30 years ago. That 30 is 30 years. And one years ago, yeah. We remember watching you when we were young. We yeah. used to watch Zola Levitt all the time. We've right. been talking with people in the streets, and one of the comments that I've heard from multiple people is that this attack feels like the 9-11 to Israel. The attack by Gaza. The attack yeah. by Gaza yeah. feels yeah. like the 9-11 of Israel. Uh, the questions that they have are, uh, I heard this, if I bend down on the Temple Mount to tie my shoe, I'll be surrounded within minutes by people pointing guns. Right. But somehow all of these insurgents have got across the Gaza Strip undetected by the IDF. Yeah. Uh, where was the IDF? Where is Israel during this? Why don't you give us some insight about the severity of this attack and mm. what it really means okay, for the country yeah. of Israel? Ehud Barak, who was also commander of the army, he was chief of staff of the army, he was also defense minister, he was also prime minister. And uh, one thing that he really has been proven stupid, he said, I'm going to make the Israeli army small but smart. So he made the Israeli army small but stupid. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why this is happening now. Really? Any normal country has to have a strong army. When you're dealing with 1.5 billion Muslims, you can't have a small army. No matter how much it costs, you have to have a bigger army. Uh, so he helped to degrade. He helped to upgrade the uh, high tech. Yeah. But you don't stop terrorists coming across the border. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Netanyahu had a brilliant idea to put up the wall. The wall was a very successful wall. Mm -hmm. But in this attack from Gaza, they knocked down like 60 different entrances 
into Israel through, through the wall. So there was this, um, this thing was so well planned. Mm. And the Gaza people were preparing for this attack on Israel perhaps for a year. And who was paying for it? Iran. Yeah. And who was helping them? Iran. Uh, I would even say it might not be only Iran. It could be Russia. It could be other countries also that were helping uh, Gaza against Israel. Mm -hmm. So now, because of this uh, uh, attack by Gaza, the Israelis are so hopping mad that this time we're not going to stop until Hamas is gone. Okay, so this was the Pearl Harbor. This was the Pearl Harbor, the attack from Gaza. Hezbollah, unlike Gaza, Gaza has fired maybe 5,000 missiles until now, uh, rockets, 5,000. Hezbollah has 150,000 precision rockets. The Iranians have given them the, the precision mechanisms to hit any house in Israel. 150,000. So the, uh, the Gerald Ford and all the other ships that America's sending us have the capability to intercept many of these missiles. You have to remember, if you fire one missile, the Israeli Iron Dome can take it down. Yeah. But if you fire 20, 30 missiles at the exact same target at the exact same time... It's overwhelmed. One, it's overwhelmed. Yeah. And this is what's happening with Gaza. They're, they're testing us now. Yes. Hezbollah is itching for a war. You know what? Once we were all 13-year-olds. And when we were 13-year-olds, what was the greatest thing in school when we were young kids? Firecrackers. And when you got your hands on some firecrackers, you want to use them. You're going to use them. Hezbollah has 150,000 firecrackers. And they're not just, these things eventually get old. You've got to yeah. dispose them. So you're going to use them. In the end, Hezbollah has to be eliminated because Lebanon will be a problem, the next problem for America or for other countries. But now we're looking at what you're saying is other terrorist regimes joining in on the bandwagon. They see what's going on, they see the weakness, and they're going to jump in and exploit that weakness. Right. And who's going to get blamed? Netanyahu. Netanyahu, okay. What does Islam believe? Psychosis number one, they're going to conquer the earth. Psychosis number two, they're going to kill all the Jews. So that makes Islam just as psychotic as Nazism. Yep. They're going to kill two billion Christians. That's psychosis number three. They're going to kill one billion Hindus, or one and a half billion now, they're going to kill 2 billion Buddhists. And then, in other words, one-sixth of the human race, the Muslims, are going to kill five-sixths of the human race. And then, uh, after they kill everyone else, what do they do to each other? They're going to kill each other. They're going to kill each other. Yeah. The, the Shiites and the Sunnis kill each other. By the way, Sunnis kill Sunnis, Shiites kill... Uh, you know, New York City now. New York City is now allowing these mosques uh, at loud decibels to broadcast. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar means Allah is greater. Yes, it does. Now, wait a second. Allah is greater. Greater than your God. Greater than your God. This is my teaching. That's right. Now, if you're a Christian, who said he was greater than God before his fall from heaven? Satan. Satan. And so anyone who says Allah Akbar is saying Satan is greater than God. I mean, this is at the core of my message. And also, Allah is al-Makr, the greatest of all the liars and deceivers. Is that God or is that Satan? Satan is the greatest of liars and deceivers. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, does he love the Jews? Does he love the Christians? Does he love the Hindus, the, the pagans? He loves everyone. He loves everyone. Does he love the Muslims? Yes. yes. Okay. Allah, does he love the Jews? No. He wants them dead on Saturday. Does he love the Christians? He wants them dead on Sunday. He, the Hindus, the Buddhists, are pagans. They should all be killed. And so, and then in the end, the Muslims kill each other. Because Allah is Satan. You see, Satan cannot be greater than God until all those in the image of God are dead.
the veracity of the Bible. So really quickly, let me say that then. Yeah. Uh, guys, we're, we're going to temporarily pause this interview because we are in a bunker right now uh, in Jerusalem and the sirens are going off outside. And so um, the people in the hotel are now being ushered into the bunker. And so we're going to have to temporarily put a hold on that. We'll get back to you. Thank you, guys. Hey everybody, I'm Joshua. I'm Caleb. Sun is setting here in Jerusalem on Monday. Monday was the day we were originally intended to fly out, go mm -hmm. home. That's not happening. We're not sure when that's happening yet because the attacks are increasing. So we want to update you with all the current facts. People are asking what's really going on. You can't trust CNN. <laughs> we, this is news on the ground we're getting from our local sources of what is really going on. Now this is very significant guys because very rarely, if not at all, has uh, rockets shot off from the Gaza Strip reach Jerusalem. It's just too far. They don't have good rockets. They don't have uh, good technology. But this was pre-planned. It was premeditated. Hamas had acquired, some reports say, up to 5,000 missiles. They fired them off so fast simultaneously, it overwhelmed the Iron Dome. Missiles got through. We've downloaded a local app on our phone that basically sends you a, a message update every time a missile is launched and where it is launched at or where it's hit. Our phones have been going off like crazy. You can follow these patterns. We're gonna try and show you some of these maps on the screen as they started off on the Gaza Strip and worked their way towards central Israel, uh, towards Tel Aviv and even past Tel Aviv. Obviously, they wanna to get to Jerusalem again. There are still rockets, even though they slowed down, that are being launched out. They seem to be moving south of the Gaza Strip. Mm. We've talked to locals. Our friends here think that that's because the nuclear weapons and other uh, weapons bases yeah. are housed primarily in the south. And their thought is possibly Hamas is working towards either gaining control mm. or blowing those areas up. Uh, Tel Aviv is being pummeled. They're trying to take out the airport currently, we've heard. People are laying on the tarmacs, uh, trying to keep from getting hit. But this is not the end. This is just the beginning of what's going to happen. More attacks are going to come. Hezbollah's joining into the fray. So this is going to be a, a longer war than what people initially anticipated. But we know over at the Gaza Strip, it has been chaos. People have been killed. People have been kidnapped. Uh, Israeli defense uh, members have been kidnapped. Yeah. Israelis, they've even been kidnapping Arabs and calling their families to confirm that they're Arabs. It's been utter confusion. We have people on our crew that are Arab Israelis and Jewish Israelis. None of them want war. They don't want terrorism. They don't want this kind of assault and death and murder. The government has issued a warning to its people here that they need to be prepared to have three days worth of food and supplies yes. with this approaching weekend. And what the leader of Hamas has said to the Muslim people, he has called for what they are believing is going to be the next intifada. We are hearing reports, you probably are seeing this at home all over the world, extra security measures taken in different countries around synagogues, mm -hmm. around places that Israeli people, that Jewish people would normally gather because they're seeing terrorist attacks. So that's one of the things we want you to pray against. Yes. We want you to pray against the Intifada, simply meaning pray against the people rising up in the streets yes. and committing horrible acts. People are asking right now, is this the beginnings of a Psalm 83 war? Right now, uh, these are the birth pains, wars and rumors of wars. Uh, if we see it, a coalition of all these different nations combined, yes, then it begins. It hasn't begun yet, but it doesn't mean it won't. We're in the midst of the Citadel of David, as you can see behind us and the people of Israel live. There's people everywhere. Yes, there's IDF soldiers. Shops are closed everywhere, but people want to show that they're not afraid, that they believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So when, when you hear these stories, instead of shaking your fist at anger at one group or the other group, begin to pray. Begin to pray for the lives who are at risk. 
that this conflict, this war, because it is a war, yeah. comes to an end. Yeah. We've tried to come out into places we know that are safe to try to see the people, to get the feel of what's going on. Mm. And because of this, we've made so many amazing connections and God moments that we've had. Everywhere we go, believers praying, believers encouraging, believers speaking the word and standing in faith, knowing that God will uphold his word. He who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. And that is the word for us today. Pray Psalm 91 over the people here that things will end quickly. Remember, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes will you see the reward of the wicked. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much and we know that none of this has happened outside of your purview. You saw it before it happened. Yeah. You saw it before you created us and you provided a way of escape. So I pray for every individual right now that is in Israel, that surrounds Israel, that is in a position of being affected by everything that's happening right now, that your hand of protection would be on them, that what Yeshua wants most of all is that every single man, woman, yes. and child comes to the saving grace so that they get to spend eternity with Him. Amen. That's our number one purpose. That's why we're here. We're not here just to witness to the Jewish people. Yes. We're here to witness to all the people yes. because the Father made all the people. Every person is His son and daughter. Mm. So don't get caught up in hate on either side. Yeah. Don't get caught up in finger pointing but pray, pray for safety and pray for peace and pray that each person, that the deception is pulled from their eyes and they see the truth and they come to Yeshua. As in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach we pray, amen. Sha'alu Shalom, Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. What an incredible interview with you guys. I gotta admit that I cried through the whole thing. I just can't believe what you guys have been through. It's just incredible. Whoever thought that you'd be filming in a bomb shelter, in a bunker, mm. and the interview with Avi, I mean, there's so much that we just saw. Tell us a little bit more. You know, we went all over the country filming with a schedule that was obviously designed by God. If it had been flipped in any way, uh, we wouldn't have gotten any of the footage done because all those areas were cut off because of the war. So it was quite a blessing. And then in the shelter and around the hotel, we got to update everybody at home. But the big question is, how did God get us home? That's right. I want you guys to check this out now because what happened with that, only God could have done. Well, it's looking like the day has finally come where we might be able to get out of Israel. Right now, we're with a group of people that is waiting to leave to head towards the Jordan border mm -hmm. with Congressman Corey Mills, who's agreed to get us there and get us across. And then once across, we're gonna head down to Amman and get on a flight and head to America. You might be watching this in retrospect, so we can change <laughs> any of the details that don't be that accurate. Things have changed a lot, they've been fluid, but we've done our best to help get these people behind us with us, and we're excited about coming home. I will try and continue to run uh, in front of everyone on each one of these things to help try and expedite as we go through. So I ask that we try and stick together. That's the whole reason why I flew in, was to try and make sure that this was an option for everybody. And from Kevin 45, plus us three, so 48 going out. Well, everybody, my name is Joshua. And I'm Caleb. And we are brothers. We are Messianic Jewish believers. And we've been in the country. <laughs> That simply means that we are of Jewish heritage and we love Yeshua. We believe he's the Messiah. And we were super blessed to be in Israel for the past two weeks, um, ministering on uh, the series that we're hosts on, Our Jewish Roots, and talking about Jesus and the land when everything broke out. And so we were supposed to leave several days ago and weren't able to get home, but God has made a way through people Amen. like Congressman Mills. And man, it is such a blessing when you put your trust and your faith in Jesus and you don't allow fear and doubt and unbelief to be what you use as a barometer just because all the symptoms say that. 
Mm. And we live in a world that's very symptom driven. And we look at symptoms and I want you to believe the worst just because there's a lot of bad people out there. Yeah. And whether they're in positions of power in our government, whether they're uh, just the people around us every day, we have to stand up for what's right and speak the truth, but do it in love. And so I just wanted to take a moment on the bus here to pray for Israel collectively, because the Bible says that there's power in two or more. And I want us to come into agreement. So if you don't believe, that's okay. And if you do, join with me in prayer because we love all of you. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much that we are all here for such a time as this. There is no one of us greater than another. We are all your children. second trip we just conducted our second operation we've got 45 Americans we were able to successfully get out of Israel into Jordan we did 32 the day prior to that and so we're continuing to try and get out as many again if the federal government and the Biden administration doesn't want to do their job then real Americans will step up and do it for them thank you for your support God bless you uh, Father Michael Berry I just wanted to uh, thank Representative Corey Mills for getting us out of Israel thank you you're so appreciated we're so welcome your help and hospitality and we will pray for you every night Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, Ashton. Hello. So my name's Corey Mills. I'm a congressman for Florida 7, and uh, I had the great blessing of being able to get this uh, amazing man who is a great spiritual leader and gives people so many voice. He is now safe. He is out of Israel, and he is home to Jordan right now and will be home to you soon. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. video one day Caleb said hey I feel like we're supposed to go film on this portion of the roof I obviously said no that makes no sense I don't want to sweat in the Sun but I know my brother hears from God so I said okay we're out here filming and off in the distance a woman starts yelling at us from her balcony saying hey I seen you guys on, on the internet it turns out that the couple from the balcony is none other than Paul and Brenda Crouch um, we had an instant rapport with them and they were very gracious because they had a connection with a congressman from Florida uh, named Corey Mills, mm -hmm. and he had agreed to fly in and to bring them out of Israel. They had decided not to take this option and gave us their contact, gave me his personal cell phone number, mm -hmm. in which I called him up, and he responded the same day and said, how many people? I said, there's five of us. He said, I'll be there for you. As we're going on in our hotel, we've told you guys that during the day, we don't want to sit in our room. We've gone out ministering to people. Yeah. We've been talking to people. God set up divine appointments. It obviously got out that we were going to be leaving. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of desperate families who wanted to get out. They had children at home. They had jobs. They had things they had to get back to. Mm -hmm. And so they begged, can you get us extracted as well? Mm -hmm. And so I took passports. I took a few at first. And I texted them to congressman. I said, these people would like to go. He said, we'll get them all. Yeah.
That was amazing, guys, because God moved and he did wonders. We saw miracles happen on the ground in Israel. And little did most people know that we went viral with those videos. We had hundreds of thousands of people from around the world watching and praying for us. Even Muslims, even terrorists, they were watching our videos because we hashtagged their operations. And they were seeing the gospel live. Even though they didn't believe, they heard the truth. And I believe that it's going to set them free. We cannot thank everyone enough who prayed, who interceded. Yes, God did the work, but we have to pray and activate God into doing that. Congressman Corey Mills, again, thank you so much for being faithful to the call, for going in when nobody else would and rescuing as many Americans as you can. Uh, your faithfulness is noted by the Father. I know that for sure. So we love you guys at home, and we thank you so much for everything you did to support us during this time. Can I say this real quick, too, that miracles is something that we're really wanting to hear more about. We watch the news every day, morning and night, to find out what's locally going on in Israel right now. We need to see and hear about those miracles, yes? Right, and and I, I one of the greatest miracles, I think, is the fact that probably Hamas and terrorists saw your messages. I mean, wow. how else could that have happened? I, I know the war is horrific and what you guys went through was crazy, but the good news is going out and that's so vitally what our ministry's heart is and what has happened is incredible. And guys, we need you to pray at home, to continue to pray for Israel, for their safety, for their deliverance. We know that the Lord says in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and heal their land. That's a promise that he will keep. Amen. And we, we pray for Israel. People are always saying, how can we support Israel? Pray. Prayer is number one. Second is we are offering a pro-Israel package. On our screen right now, there are three stars of David. I'm wearing one. And there's the flag and the star behind us. Our pro-Israel package will get money into the hands of the Israelis that will help them vitally at this time. Here's what's in our package. Show your support for Israel with the pro-Israel package. In it, you will receive a three-foot by five-foot flag of Israel, four pro-Israel buttons, a Pray for the Peace of Jerusalem bumper sticker, the Israel's Right to the Land booklet, the Broken Branches book by Zola Levitt, a two-flag lapel pin, the Pilgrim's Map of the Holy Land, and two Stand with Israel koozies. Contact us and ask for the pro-Israel package. We get asked all the time how we can make a difference and help Israel, and this is your opportunity to bless Israel. We were able to bless people uh, on the street and this ministry continues to bless and serve Israel, this is the moment you need to donate, you need to give from what the Holy Spirit is leading you to, to make a difference and to change Israel in its time of need. Amen. And guys, as we go, Sha'alu Shalom Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem and all of Israel. Join us right now on our social media sites for exclusive content. Visit our website, levitt.com, for tour information, broadcast schedule, free monthly newsletter and online store. Please remember we depend on tax-deductible donations from viewers like you. This has been a paid program brought to you by Zola Levitt Ministries.